I told them you never know. I'm like, I have like the shivers a little bit because I, I had a Starbucks cold brew on an empty tummy this morning. Yeah, and I've, I've had the shivers for the last week. <laughs> we'll, get, been... we'll get into that. I was, I was weaving in and out of traffic this morning on my way back from Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the cold brew there, especially in the morning, mm-hmm. just makes me have to take a shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a big, big old, like explosive shit. Um, it, seriously, like it just... Not pro- solid. It propels. Yeah. It propels. Um, and as I'm weaving through traffic, I'm thinking, what, what if a cop was pulling me over and I'm racing home to take a shit because I'm thinking I might not make it? Do I, do I pull over or do I, or do I race back home and risk it? I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure that happens a decent amount. That, yeah. that was the second thing I thought. I'm sure, that happens a decent in a amount. Cop, like, in a cop's career, you know, you're pulling people over for speeding all the time, yeah. multiple times a week. How many times of those does yeah. the guy stop and just say, officer, listen, if I don't make it home in about 45 seconds, yeah. I'm about to fucking shit everywhere. And I wonder if the guy, uh, I wonder how many of them, I mean, I think we're all human. What does a know? cop do in that situation? Yeah, like I let him go every time. It's probably a great, it's probably a great, I've never like, you don't want to lie, you know, but it's probably a great get out of jail free card. I know, but I would tell the cop to follow me home. I'm like, listen, you can la- you can wait in the front yard. You can join you can join <laughs> me in there if you want. You can wait right outside the bathroom and hear what I have to do. Uh, yeah. if you don't believe me, but yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, would I would I shit my pants to follow the law, or would I break the law to to not shit my pants? I think rules are meant to be broken. Steve. I think these are these are the moral <laughs> quandaries that we have to you know face day in and day out. Yeah. But I, th- I think that stuff happens all the time. Yeah, I'm sure it does. In a cop's career, at least a baker's dozen times. Yeah, I know. A f- I know a few cops. We could, we could, we could tap in. See. Yeah, that's get, right. Get some answers. <laughs> get some answers from. We them. know some cops and some straight troopers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back home. Um, so the last month for you has been pretty, pretty eventful to say the least. Yeah. Um, you. I'll, I'll give us just a little synopsis real quick. Um, about a month ago, maybe a little less, you contracted COVID. Mm. Um, you got over COVID after probably two weeks. Well, let's not skip over the fact that it hand, fucking got my ass handed to me. We're, we're going to get into it. Yeah. But long story short, you got COVID for like a couple weeks. It kicked your ass. You got over it. You hadn't drank for maybe like a month. And then you go on a five-day bender, mm. four or five-day bender, yeah, where a- you said on record... You had about 300 or more beverages in that period of time? That's, that's like super conservative. I, maybe probably more. I was talking about one <laughs> specific beverage, the Blue Boys. So after you picked yourself back up from this virus, you beat yourself back down again. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're picking yourself back up yet again. One would say that this past month you went through the highs, the lows, and the in-betweens. Yeah. I'm in the in-betweens right now. You're looking Which at. Which circle are you on right now? I'm uh, point to the circle that you're I'm in the red. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're wearing that hoodie. Yeah. I mean, dude, to be honest, I'm be I've been uh, I've had a lot of time to to myself the last 48 hours or so. One, just trying to recover as a as like just a human body. My body was I, my body's never felt like that. During COVID. 
Um, well, during COVID, but I, I would, I would argue. Now, COVID had the breathing undertone. There was one day where I really couldn't breathe. I wouldn't end up going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, um, this is the worst I've ever felt after that bender I just went on. And um, the worst you've ever felt ever, ever from anything. Yeah, like my, like even like just touching my, like my touch, my senses as a human being, like we're limited. And like, to be honest, it was, you said something to me that was really, really resonated. It's like when you, when you, when a parent catches their 13 year old kid smoking a cigarette and they make you smoke the whole cigarette, the whole carton of cigarettes. So you never <laughs> want to go near them again. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. I'm disgusted with <laughs> the idea of partying. And yeah, look, this is, uh, you know, the whole show business game and being an artist and. And live in a lifestyle that has no rules and, and no, you know, you're kind of disconnected from the societal, you know, wake up at this time, job, you know, those types of things. You can get very, very lost in, in that lifestyle. And in I lost myself. I got lost. Like, I literally lost. I just let myself go. And I was, I was free as a bird. Like, it was, it was an amazing vibe for a long time. Um, but at the same time, like, as I at the very end of it and then on obviously as i started to recover um it was dangerous it was dangerous and i wanted to talk about it on the podcast because i I just want to be completely honest like it's a it's a dangerous game to play and we will get there i want to back up though i want to start from the very beginning yeah i want to start with covid Uh because we've we've really been through the ringer this past year as far as exposure to people yeah we've probably been exposed to you know besides tour Mm-hmm. we've been exposed to a fucking shitload of people. Mm-hmm. We've lived in places like Florida and like Tennessee where COVID mandates aren't really that. They're pretty loosey-goosey over there yeah. in those red states. Yeah. And uh, we were exposed to a lot of people. And it's kind of interesting that you're just con- you just contracted it now after all that. What were, your, what were your views on COVID in general before you got it? Yeah, I mean, look, I respect, I, I've, I, I get why people are, there was the other side of people that were kind of like, seemed more panicked and, and um, you know, were very kind of adamant about, you know, look, I, I don't want to get political about it because I, I, think, I think there's no, people but, on either, either side of it. But yeah, all I could say is like, after me being like a, a healthy guy, you know, overall, mm-hmm. as I just explained to Five Day Bender, um, <laughs> being a healthy guy overall, like which I am. I mean, I really handed it, it kicked my ass, and I was I felt like I was eighty years old. And then I and and it was uh, humbling. I, I tweeted something. I was like, is is there anything more humbling than than being sick? Like it's just kind of nature's way of like even just you know general cold flu when you're just like on your ass for a few. Well, days. it's letting you know that you're not invincible. Yeah, you, yeah. And there's a there's a nice parallel to this. I can't believe I remember this from school, but. Um, during World War II, when um, like London or England or the UK was getting bombed all the time or whatever, mm-hmm. I think it was the UK. Mm-hmm. I'm probably getting this completely wrong. Let's just say one of the Allied forces, one of the cities, were getting bombed all the time, and they were doing it to like just as a threat, just to show that like you know like like we're we're like we're winning the war. We're gonna make you scared. It was like a scare tactic, mm-hmm. just constant bombing of a city, and what it did is the people who were surviving these bombings, it actually made them feel like they were more invincible because they weren't getting killed by these fucking constant air raids. Mm. So in a way, it made, it made those people stronger because it made them feel invincible in a way. Yeah. 
So our past year, we've been exposing ourselves to all these people during a pandemic. In a way, for me anyways, it's made me feel pretty invincible, Mm -hmm. like nothing can fucking harm me. Mm -hmm. And then here we are, you finally get it. So when you say say humbled, do you think that you felt like almost a little invincible in a way? Yeah, for sure, I did. And and it it wasn't, you know, coming from a general place of confusion, I think a lot of the world is, you know, there's a lot of people divided on it. There's a general confusion because no one really knew what the hell was going on. No one knows who's telling the truth. No one knows what really to do. Even the medical professionals, like, mm-hmm. we're still in that limbo phase of trying to understand it, I think. Um, you know, and to this day, you ask this person, they'll say, don't get the vaccine. You ask that person, they'll yeah. say they will. I mean, it's hard, it's, hard for us to, it's hard for us to really have an opinion on it because, like, I mean, besides what just happened to you up until you got it, like, none of us had COVID and none of us, none, no one in, like, our immediate, like, family. As much as a sniffle. No one in our immediate family, did anyone in your family get it? No No. one in my family got it? Yeah. So it's like, it was hard to really form an opinion because it's like everyone around me that's close to me, like never really suffered from it. Yeah, right. And it's, uh, it was- And that's not the same case for everyone. Right. Some people, like people are dying from it. Yeah, for sure. I think that's why people are having a- For sure. And I I, I understood, uh, like, you know, I can imagine an an older person getting it and how they must have felt because how I know how I felt, so- so yeah. let, let's get into how you felt from it. Yeah, no, just walk I, us through I, your I journey. Had noth- I had nothing. I had nothing in the tank. Couldn't, how, how did it start? Couldn't barely, uh, just, just kind of general cold flu feeling. And then just got so unbelievably fatigued feeling like as much as like sitting up, walking into the kitchen, getting water, exhausted. And, and it hurt. <laughs> it hurt. Like my body hurt. My head hurt. Everything. Um, Damn. And it lasted. It just, it just didn't every day like I would go through little waves I actually ended up getting on the Rogan cocktail where like the I got I had a plug to the ivermectin which which actually really helped so it wasn't a horse tranquilizer no I know it wasn't yeah no there, there, there's a there's a compound for animals and then there's a compound for humans right and it's actually like a world-renowned compound for humans that like helps. what was it a shot no it was pills a pills yeah right? pills um I had a plug here and then did it kind of did the most of the steps that Rogan did and and they and they helped one day I woke up and my breath was really shallow and I had some doctor friends um and they were just like don't don't fuck around let's go get it go, go get it checked out so mm-hmm. I'll tell you another thing going to a hospital it might be it it might actually be a beneficial thing to go pay a visit to a hospital every like every now and again it's terrible vibes it's a terrible experience while you're there but it opens your eyes. You're just like, I'm looking at people like, they're just so sick looking. It gives and, you more perspective. Yeah, just like yeah. I came out of it like feeling brand new. You know, I, I really did like. Um, it still shocks me they don't make the hospitals a vibe. The, pe- yeah. the people who need the vibe the most, they're giving them the most horseshit vibes ever. Yeah, yeah I don't, that's, that's a it decent just, point. It just reeks of uh, rubbing alcohol there. Yeah, I, I think it's just, I think it's impossible on, on given what energy is and human energy and yeah. all these people struggling to survive and going through going through the trenches. But maybe, yeah. I'm just saying, throw, throw a couple pinball machines in there. You could really change the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking arcade in there. People <laughs> scratching and clawing for their last breath. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was humbling. And, and you know, I, I actually rode the, after that, after you know, being sick for a week or two, I just like, I would just go for walks, take a little like mushrooms and just, I was like, wow, I had like a new lease on life. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I actually wanted to get into this. Like I, I, I feel as though since we've put out the highs, we've really kind of been on the highs, and we've been we've kind of been partying our fucking balls off and going a little crazy. And, mm-hmm. and this this felt like the last hurrah. We went right to you know this. The, my birthday came around, probably unfortunately close to recovering from COVID. Um, <laughs> to talk about throwing yourself back into the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did, it felt like a last hurrah. We had so many friends. It was such a, really the most fun I've had in a long time. Um, and then I, you know, I paid the price for it the last few days. Had anxiety and just my body felt so bad. And then kind of another, kind of almost that similar feeling that I had coming off COVID. Like, I'm so inspired to like be healthy, be clean, you know, um, take care of myself a little bit because I really, I feel like I might have lost a little bit of touch for somebody who speaks so so openly about you know self care and like the benefits of it. Um, I could say I, I've been reflecting the last few days. I could say I've I've definitely lost touch with with that side of my life, and and even just I remember like I kind of went into a little bit of a rock star mode. I remember when we got to Nashville, yeah. I, I I just like let go like. Let, the logistics of my life. I'm already not, I'm already kind of a free, you know, I got a guy who's taking care of me. I don't have to worry about like the mundane, the things that you, you know, most common people have to, hey, let's make sure we got to pay the bills and do this and that. Mm -hmm. Like I have people doing that. So I went really, I really leaned into like, I kind of went full artist mode where we, you know, we we talk about it often. I, I do a, I am in a bit of a strange dichotomy where i'm like pretty much a regular dude has half the time i'm kind of i have that rock star side and then we have like a business side you know Mm -hmm. i let those right the regular side and the business side go and like and i just i just went into the the artist mode i finished that album we put it out we've fucking been parading around partying everywhere you know well two or three years working on an album do you think you owed it to yourself to kind of just let go i did feel that way for five um, months, <laughs> yeah, it, it went on. It might have went on too long, but I don't. You can't. You can't. It's in the past, you know. Yeah. Maybe it went on too long. Maybe it didn't. But, um, you know, I, I can say I just feel so like I'm gonna go on like a 60 day no alcohol, no weed, nothing. You know? Yeah. Well, I, and, dude, dude, I I reflected the same way you do, and I, I I look back to when we were staying at Marcus's place in Tampa, and like shit was real spiritual then. Like we were, we were right on the water. You were like fucking journaling on the boat. Looking out, the, looking out at the sunset and the dolphins. Mm-hmm. I, that's when I started my gratitude journal, and I'm like mm-hmm. going on these like walks every day mm-hmm. and listening to like the Four Agreements mm-hmm. on my walks, and like I'm, it's just like a really chill. And then Marcus's crib is maybe the best vibe. Yeah, ever. it really is. It's like he he did a really great job with that. Um, and then you you know you carry that over to now. <laughs> Five months later, it's like. Yeah, things have changed a yeah. little bit. No, and I've, 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 I can say that, and I want to, I want to be open about it. Like, we talk about it all the time. That we don't. I'm never coming from a place of preaching. I'm I try to share what I'm going through and what I've learned, and mm-hmm. I know how good meditation is for me and journaling. Like, I just, I just journaled yesterday for the first time, and I, I looked back. I hadn't, I hadn't journaled in like fucking two months. Yeah, you know. And mm-hmm. as a guy who, who is working on a journal to sell to his. To, the, to our listeners, um, you know, and, and promoting it. Um, yeah, just kind of disappoint, like uh, went through a phase of, in my reflection, disappointment in myself. And then I've, and then I've gone, already gone on to just like forgiveness things. 
that's another thing we preach. Like, you know, as soon as it's gone, it's coming. As soon as that debt yesterday is gone, like it's time. It's time to focus on today. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 think about tomorrow and and, uh, and what you want to be tomorrow. You know. Yep. And you know, our our self perception, like, it's constantly changing because we're constantly changing. And who we were in Tampa, comparatively to now, you know, we've had a bunch of new experiences. And it's mm-hmm. time to be honest with myself and say, hey, like, let's get back to work. Bunch of new experiences. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, it's been a wild ride. And, and while we're on it, just thank you to everybody. I know I, I can't remember the <clears throat> last time we did a podcast, but we're ready to focus back up on things and... Thank you to everyone who's supported the music. I think the I think the album's been out for three a little over three months, three and a half months. And it's been the most kind of successful thing we've we've done. So uh appreciate it so much. I will say though, I will say before we move on from this bender conversation, <laughs> I uh made some of, I think I made some of my I don't really recall exactly what they sound like right now in my head. Yeah. But I know I made some of my new favorite ideas. In that in that week span, I think I've I've made five songs just kind of totally on the wave um, that that are special. Um, you know, I'm excited to go in and, and execute them now. But that's part of this game that we play. You know, you go on this wave, and it, there's just there's just a, there's just a way of balancing it and doing it in a way where it's not dangerous and you're not harming your body too much. And, and yeah. that's where we got to toe that line. You know. What's up, guys? John Kilmer here. I just finished a most vicious and delicious leg day at the gym. I need to replenish my thirst because I am dying right now. And I will be using none other than my favorite supplement, Liquid IV, the hydration multiplier. Now, guys, if you're just joining us on audio, the Liquid IV supplement comes in these fantastic little individual packets, these little powder packets. And if you mix one of these packets into a 16-ounce bottle of water, it's the equivalent hydration of two to three bottles of water. Now, the one I'm holding here is just the watermelon-flavored hydration multiplier. They come in tons of great flavors. Honestly, they taste incredible. Um, But Liquid IV also has um, an energy Liquid IV, uh, which obviously gives you a little boost if you want to do it before a workout uh, or just in the mornings when you start your day. But they also have an immunity hydration multiplier. It has all those great things like zinc and all those things that keep you nice and healthy during these troubled times, which I like to call ass pounding season. Seems to have been going on for the past two years. We don't know if, hopefully there's a light at the end of the tunnel. But all, all I gotta say is that for the past year and a half, we've been taking liquid IV here at the house. Uh, it's great for hangovers. Uh, it's great for after workouts, after a long run, after you've been sweating all day. So many wonderful usages for the hydration multiplier by Liquid IV. We have a tremendous offer for you today. Um, if you go to liquidiv.com, you will get 25% off your entire order if you use promo code YNK. And uh, you can also get these guys at Walmart now. I mean, there's Walmarts everywhere. So if you happen to find yourself at a Walmart, go pick up uh, a couple packages of Liquid IV. But if you want to get 25% off, go to liquidiv.com and use promo code YNK at checkout to get 25% off your entire order. Hey, don't forget to tell him Steve sent you. John Kilmer here. Hey, are you currently getting bent over and fucked by your current healthcare plan? I know I am. Well, I was. Um, it got it got so insane to the point where I just I haven't even had health insurance for the past couple of years, and I've just been playing with fire. And that's because 
we're dealing with a broken system here. Um, it's extremely hard to sign up for healthcare, and you're paying through the fucking nose with high deductibles, this and that. And finally, a new company has come to our attention that we absolutely love called Crowd Health. Let me tell you a little bit about these guys because they are changing the game. Uh, now, Crowd Health is a community of people who are tired of paying for a broken system, a place where you can get a simple, flexible, and affordable way to pay for your healthcare. And being in a Crowd Health community can save hundreds of dollars monthly and put thousands of dollars back in your pocket. Now, it's extremely flexible. Uh, it's a monthly membership. You can start and stop whenever you want. They have an app that's completely easy to use. And like I said, it's a membership. And 100% of your monthly membership pays for actual healthcare costs, helping the whole crowd health community stay healthy while keeping more money in your pocket. We have a really great offer for you today. If you're in my boat where you're just absolutely getting fucked and bent over by your current healthcare, um, <laughs> crowd health is able to offer amazing prices because of its community of health conscious members. But for a limited time, my listeners get their first month free. And after you've been a member, Crowd Health will include a fitness wearable. That's 30 days to try risk-free plus the fitness wearable. Just go to joincrowdhealth.com slash fit, that's F-I-T, and enter code Y-N-K at sign up. That's joincrowdhealth.com slash fit, promo code Y-N-K. Crowd Health is not health insurance. It's a community-powered alternative. Terms and conditions may apply. Also, tell them Steve sent you. I want to get into the wave a little bit. Um, I saw a, a question from a listener not too long ago on social media, and he said, uh, he or she said, um, why is it that you promote excessive drinking to your fans? Mm. You know, given, given the messages that we yeah. portray on this. Yeah. And again, I'm not, I don't think we necessarily promote excessive drinking. Yeah. I think it's just part of who we are. Yeah, I mean, and part has, part of the promotion is having a we have an IP on Chugbud that that's gonna make us multi millions of dollars, you know, for and that's what we're doing. Like, you yeah. know, what are we trying to do? Be entrepreneurs and and that's been part of it. Beyond the Chugbud, yeah, over the, the years, something we've done since day one. Totally, you know. Well, it's it's our it's our truth. You know, <laughs> think about our truth. Like, yep, that this is it's it's who we've been, and and I'm aware of what alcohol is and. And, and how detrimental it can be. Um, I'm also a guy, you could speak to it, like I'm not the guy who, who drinks every day or, or even wants to or comes close to drinking every day. Mm -hmm. But when I go six days or five days or 10 days without drinking, when I fucking feel like catching a wave, I'm more interested in the wave. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is what happens when we drink? Where does it go? Where's the energy go? Where's the experiences go? Where does the creativity go? Where's the creativity go? Um, and and I can say I can say wholeheartedly, a, a, a lot of your favorite songs, as, as any, any of y'all, no, ranging across the span of songs I've made, as Mike or Mike Stud, um, they came. A lot of them came from from being on that wave. Mm -hmm. And you know, do I think it's necessary? Has there been songs where I've just been smoking or I've been sober? Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's the price we pay for, for living this life we're living, you know, and, and being a creator. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're called spirits for a reason. You know, they're called like, you know, 
There's something, there's something about it where it, put, it puts you. All right. So we, we talked about how, um, you know, drinking can kind of enter you into this creative portal. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the past, this is interesting because in the past year, year and a half, um, I've been working on my next movie and it's, it, it involves drinking very heavily. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of research into drinking. Why do people drink? Mm-hmm. What's, what's the scientific reasoning behind why people like to drink? Mm-hmm. And there's this term called alcohol myopia. Alcohol myopia refers to the tendency of alcohol to increase a person's concentration upon immediate events and reduce awareness of events which are distant. And it's called near, nearsightedness. So what, what that means scientifically is that when you drink alcohol to a certain extent, you forget about the past, you forget about the future, and it puts you immediately right in the moment. You have complete blinders on. That's why when you like you know, when you talk about guys, not try, I'm trying to justify this, but when you talk about guys who are like, oh, I got so drunk last night, I like, I cheated on my girl, like, I was, cause like this hot girl was there. Mm-hmm. It's cause you're not thinking about your girl, you're not thinking about anything that's not around you. Yeah. You have the blinders on, you see what's right in front of you and you yeah. react to it. Yeah. So if you think about that from a creative standpoint and you're working on music and you got the blinders on, you're not thinking about literally anything else other than being right there in that exact moment, that's the wave. Exactly. Scientifically, scientifically I mean, proven. And on the spiritual side, that's that's the now. We talk about being in the now. <laughs> yeah, and and that's actually how you enjoy life. So that's look. There, there's there's. But that's why alcohol can be dangerous right. because it, yes, it's bad for you. Yeah, and people people can't achieve that without alcohol sometimes, which right. is why people get addicted to alcohol. Absolutely, become alcoholics because they can't put themselves in the moment without it. And, and and what is this whole conversation really? The undertone of it is understanding that you need a balance. And it's something that I think we've done really well. I don't think I've done very well the last six months. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what this conversation is about. And look, it's easier said than done. That's why there's so many people struggling with addiction. You know, I want to know what the biggest, one of the biggest addictions in the world, Yeah. the phone right now. Um, mm-hmm. Another addiction, attention tied to social media and the phone, just the need for attention. That's, that's why... Instagram is what it is and why it's so big. And these text companies have so much power over people because they're feeding off people's need for that, that dopamine. There's, there's, there's actual scientific... For anyone listening and want to, want to learn more about this, there's, there's some great documentaries, but I would recommend following uh, or checking in with this dude, Andrew Huberman. He's a neuroscientist and he's really good at putting it kind of in layman's terms for you like Mm -hmm. obviously the brain and being a neuroscientist is very complex um and he kind of puts it in in layman's terms of what really what they're doing is you know it's it's preying on your dopamine your serotonin and and having people when they you know when you get those likes and when you post something you know it, it preys on that but look there there's there's so much there's so much that could be said about it and there and you know you, that's a valid question like why do you promote something that could be harmful to people and and you know i understand where she's where he or she is coming from asking that um but i'll tell you what man my my favorite my favorite trait about anyone as i get older each day that passes is, is authenticity honest, is honesty mm-hmm. yeah and it's not about perfection like we've talked about that before, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's about, you know, it's about your, your, your truth and sharing your truth. And, you know, that there are, there are, there is harm that can be done. Um, and we're very aware of that, you know, so it's a valid, it's a valid point, but it's been our truth, you know, and it has been 
something that we've been able to channel really well in, in a positive way for the most part, you know? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say any of us in this house are alcoholics, really, you know, as much as you might, might think that from afar. Um, I just don't, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, maybe, maybe, some, maybe a lot of addicts would say that, like, oh, I'm not, you know? I'm sure they do, but I can genuinely say I don't. Like, I'm disgusted with myself for how much <laughs> I've drank, and I, I just don't want to go near it, you know? Um, yep. But, dude, this comes, this comes back to self-awareness. Like, I, I'm shining back on myself, and I don't like what I'm seeing, you know? I don't like what I'm seeing. And my self-perception, like, it's, it's been damaged because I haven't been taking care of myself and checking in with myself and checking in with a higher power, going into, going into stillness and, and silence with meditation, something I haven't been doing nearly enough, you know? So... I think that's the main point of what I'm trying to get across. I wanted to come on here and be as honest as I could today about, you know, the the dangers of, of what we just, you know, what, what we've been doing and what I've been doing to myself. But it's also like, hey, first step is the awareness, and then it's going on and executing it, and it's you know time for me to execute it and tap back in. Yeah, holding yourself accountable. Yeah, exactly. You uh, you said <laughs> you said an interesting quote the other day, which resonated with me. Um, you said that you can't. You can't hate a rock star for acting like a rock star. Yeah, <laughs> true. I said that what, on the wave. What do you mean by that? I'll tell you. I'll tell you where I, the I first said that to somebody. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep the names out of it. But mm-hmm. you know, my friend was just like, "Oh, I don't fuck." There was a celebrity in town. Mm-hmm. I went and linked up with him, and he was just like, oh, "I don't fuck with him." And I was like, "Oh, why?" He was like, "Oh, you know." try to fuck my girl or he fucked my girl or something and i said i just turned to him i was like in, on the wave and i just said you can't hate the rock stars for being rock stars mm-hmm. you know like of course of course your girl wants to fuck him and of course he, your girl's attractive he wants to fuck you know what i mean like and look there's you know that that's, i'm not promoting like everyone should just fuck the guys who are rock stars that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying what i mean by that mainly is just like even this whole conversation, like yes, you know, I'm I'm judging myself and and I'm and I'm my awareness on myself and I'm and I want to really I'm pushing myself to hold myself accountable. Mm-hmm. But I gotta go on the wave. What are we doing? You know what I mean? I'm I'm I'll be making totally different shit. I'll be a totally different person overall without these experiences. Yeah. You know, like so. You know. There's people from afar, there's, you know, sometimes on social media, you see like, dude, grow up. You guys are <laughs> in your 30s, man. Like, dude, yeah. th- this is what we are. This is what we're doing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that'd be like me being mad at you for waking up on time for work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you have to be there. Like, I have to be here. I have to be on this wave, you know? And like, you could believe that or not. But that's really, the, that's kind of what I'm getting down to is just like, the guys who are, you know, if everyone could be a rock star, they would. Mm-hmm. It, it is hard, but there's also those those payoffs and those the dividends you get is girls wanting to fuck you, and guys wanting to be it, and guys hating on you. You know, yeah, that's like, what comes with being the being, general love and appreciation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, on the other side of the coin, it's very hard to have real relationships. You know, um, the kind of love and affection that you may get from your wife, like we may not, we get different kind of love and affection from random girls who aren't necessarily fulfilling us the same way a wife would or aren't necessarily fulfilling the way 
you know, having something traditional would, you know? So mm-hmm. there's, there's two sides to the coin every time, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. So when you go, when you go off and uh, drink like for four days in a row, like you did this past weekend, you said you're disgusted with yourself, but you don't necessarily feel guilty about it. No, I, I've, I definitely had, there's, there's definitely some guilt in it because I, I don't think, I think I, I think I could have did it. I could have did it and executed it with more moderation and a little bit more thought for, you know, just my general health. You know, like you don't want to, you don't want to risk it. Like even I was doing drugs that I, you know, don't norm, at at the capacity I don't normally do. You know, mm-hmm. which are, which is also dan- you know, another level of danger. Um, so yeah, no, there's there was guilt. There's also like like I'm gonna be completely honest. Like there was three days where I didn't during my birthday I didn't talk to my parents, and they're calling, and I'm just like that's never happened. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't want to go on the phone with them because, like, I was. I was literally so. <laughs> I was so immersed in what I was doing. I had complete disregard for anything outside of the fucking tidal wave. You know. Yeah. Um, that how, we were on. How did that make you feel? Not good. Yeah. I had guilt from that. You know, that's. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel good about that at all, and I still. I'm. I'm about to talk to them today for the first time, really, in like five days. Yep. Which I. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that son, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, there's guilt There's guilt that comes with it, you know? And, and look, there's there's also that side that you just said, like, got to be a rock. <laughs> I'm going to be a rock star. You got to, there's going to be these phases that we go through, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I don't, reg- I don't regret it. I don't regret it. I like, I like being in this place. I, there's a part of me that likes being beat down a little bit. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but... Well, I think it's what those three circles represent. It is right there yeah. in your hoodie. Yeah, it is. You it's know? just like I don't, I don't take that L and then just like go fucking go down a downward spiral. I'm like, yo, it motivates. I want to get back up. You yeah. know, yeah, I want to get back up to the highs and and so that that black dot motivates you to get back to that blue dot. Mm-hmm. And in yeah. a way, maybe makes you appreciate that blue dot a little more. It does absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, and I. I genuinely feel that, and I feel that way for, I feel that way towards anyone. I feel that way towards every person I see. Like, I, I know, as I've gotten older and, like, you know, just thought about things a lot more, I've become so empathetic for, for just human beings. I know every person that we walk by out there, like, you have no, you have no idea what they've been through or what their lows are, or how, if they're even able to get out of their lows, you know, like, some... I felt like that after damaging my dopamine and partying and, and having a come down. There's some people, me and Blue were talking about last night. There's some people that don't know why. They don't even have to take drugs or drink alcohol or damage themselves, poison themselves, quite literally. Um, and, they, and they just have that sadness in them or that, that guilt or that shame, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and I think that's, that's something, that's another thing I learned from doing this to myself and going through these experiences. It's just like, you don't know what anyone's going through. So it's just be kind and understanding. Yeah, that, that's a whole other message of just treating people correctly. Um, I think it was, was it the four agreements where it, it talks about how everyone's in their own dream? Yeah. Like, every, like everyone's living their own dream. Yeah. Everyone's so wrapped up in their own dream mm-hmm. that uh, you forget to think about other people have their own dreams. Yeah, you know? absolutely. People are so fucking far up their own ass. You know, and that's, and it, it, man, it relates to so many things. Like, I wrote, if you're feeling self-conscious about something, it's like, 
people aren't probably aren't thinking about the shit that you're self-conscious about. Not at all. Probably not at all. Not at all. You know the I mean? shame that I've felt and 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 you know we we come on and and we just share it so so we are so more people are aware. But the shame that I felt like I've I actually that was part of my phase of as I was <laughs> the last few days like working through it like I I, I was down in old town and acting acting ways that I, I don't act anymore. Like I threw, like I, I my pant, like I had my pants down, the bar, shirt off. Remind, People, remind us what hour of the day this was? 10 a.m. <laughs> we went out, like to put it in perspective, I was in my room, I don't even know what night it was, right? I was in my room working on a song. I was working uh, on a tidal wave by myself, right? I had been gone probably, maybe probably a few hours. I come back out, I'm thinking there'll probably be five, 10 people here. There's like 70 people. Here. It's 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Still. Like, I'm, and, and then we end up all going out. And that was slightly a mechanism to get everyone out of the house. Because mm-hmm. um, people just, I guess, don't have homes here in Scottsdale. <laughs> like, <laughs> Stevenson Ranch was, was literally, quite literally, a fucking, they were, it was just filled with animals. We were just, no one, everyone was on this wave. Yeah, crazy. I, I just want to give a little perspective to like what's been going on in this house from my, just from my perspective. Uh, so my bedroom does not and has not these past two months had has blinds, mm-hmm. no blinds in my sure bedroom. Doesn't. It looks right into the backyard patio where if we do have a party, people are hanging out, they're smoking, they're they're chilling back there. Yeah, uh, and it looks right through into my bedroom, mm-hmm. right through into the bedroom. So even if I want to sleep, I have like I literally have to be so blackout drunk for me to pass out. Because there's just so much noise and people mm-hmm. like that I can visibly see 10 feet from my bed, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um, so with that being said, <laughs> when I do pass out at 4 or 5 in the morning, um, I wake up. I was waking up at like 10 or 11, and there's still just as many people here. Just tons of people. It's just, it's just daylight now, but those people are still, like, I, I feel like I'm part of like a... Uh, I'm part of like a, like a science, like, like an exhibit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Like people, <laughs> like people can like look in at me. Yeah. People can like look at me like I'm a fucking like zoo animal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh look, he's awake. He's awake. <laughs> he's awake now. Oh, he looks disgusted. Yeah. He's going to take a shit now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, it was crazy. It was crazy. But anyways, but like I went down there and like I, people were telling like I don't. That's another thing. Like I don't really ever black out. I really don't. I, I never. There's never. Very rarely are there times where I'm just like, oh, I don't recall any of that. Mm-hmm. And there, and I went out, I was in public and did that. And like, I was like, I was just acting, not the way I act anymore. You know, like, there was like old Mike where I was like, was like mm, don't tell me what to do. Like, you know. Sunday morning, I was getting texts from like random girls. They're like, your boys are at R&R. They're going wild right now. We were going wild. And it was like 8 a.m., 9 a.m. We were going wild. They're like, they're going nuts. Mm. And then and, I, I later found out you you said you threw a, a, a beverage at a, at a car. Supposedly, like we chug drinks and like we were doing that around here. We did chug we like throw it after. Yeah, I like threw it right over my head and like hits a car going by. <laughs> you know, like that 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 could be dangerous. You know, I I don't want to be like that at all. So like, as I was sitting in my room reflecting, I'm getting like little flashbacks of the weekend and or the week or whatever the hell it's been. Mm-hmm. And and you know there there's. That's just not how you want to be, you mm-hmm. know. Like that's just the opposite of how I want to be. So, yeah, there, I don't. I forget where we started on this on this topic, but it, you know, there's there's definitely parts of it where, you know, when you let things get out of control like that, there's there's shame or there's guilt or there's but there's a lesson to be learned. 
you mm-hmm. know? There's a lesson we learned. I won't do that ever again. I really won't. I can mark my words, and you can call me out on this podcast if I ever do, <laughs> but I'll never party like that again at, yeah. that, at that capacity. And, and um, you know, again, like I said, I, I, like, I like that I went through it because I, I feel like I'm like, I'm ready to turn over a completely new leaf and go, go back the other direction. You, know? mm-hmm. you said something though I wanted to say we can end on this um, talking about other people and like I'm, I'm really this contradicts how I was acting down there because <laughs> I was so selfish I think that's where I was going with this yep. um, I'm, be- I'm becoming like you know we talked I was just saying how like when I see people I'm becoming extremely like empathetic and I think it might be you know because I've because I microdose mushrooms and think it changes and I'm coming from my old neuron pathways in my brain where I was kind of every the whole world revolved around me in my head you know Mm -hmm. and I think most people understand that feeling but um there's there was somebody I was I forget who it was 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 I was watching their seminar and they were talking about um the importance of being more interested in other people than than you know like I, I have it written down be more interested in other we think our dramas, our stories are more important or interesting. And it's really the other way around. It's like, think about like, why do you vacation? And why is it so interesting when you go new places? Like you're seeing all new things. Right? That's why like, I'm, as a conversationalist, I'm fascinated by other people. Because yeah. when I talk to other people, I hate talking about myself. Yeah. I'm constantly putting the ball in their court. Because I like knowing about other people. Uh-huh. Yeah, and like, it, it, it's, it strikes a chord with me. And I just, I think that's a really... That's a really cool, that's a cool way of going down that path of treating other people correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in turn, becoming a very likable, personable, interesting person yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, when, pe- when you, people walk away from you and you're like, oh, he was listening to what the fuck, he was very interested in, in my story, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think I do that fairly well, but I, I strive I'm becoming so unbelievably interested in other people. And it's why I want to start. I mean, it's kind of why I love talking to the fans and they call in the Dr. Steve. And mm-hmm. we should definitely be doing the Steve Hotline shit. That's not, doesn't have to be just relationships, just hearing people's story, you know? Yep. But I want, that's why I want to start getting guests back on here. Cause I'm, since I've started podcasting and now and like interviewing people, mm-hmm. like I, I just want to learn about people and learn about their stories and, and dive down those rabbit holes with people understanding their trauma, understanding why they are the way they are. You know, and that, w- that was the basis of us starting the YNK podcast, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll uh, for everyone listening, we're going, we're going back down. We're going to turn back up on, on, uh, on the podcast and just turning back up on our attention and detail for our businesses, you know? So um, thank you for waiting through the wave riding the wave with us they've been they've had the music to listen to the last three months you know but i mm-hmm. feel like we're ready to turn back up on just increasing our dialogue with 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 y'all yeah i mean for not being a logistics company we 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 hold ourselves to a pretty high standard as yeah. far as the amount of you know content we put out yeah and i think it's it it is ambitious but i mean it's it's just you know what we want to do right yeah 100 yeah, percent. i mean what do we you know when we're when we're old when we're old and gray, like we'll think back about a time where we had so much attention and, and people interested in what we're doing. Doesn't that blow your mind that one day down the line, God willing, your kids are gonna have like five hundred hours 
of documentation, video documentation on you. How crazy. Like, if I had that of my parents, that would be fucking unreal. That's a crazy point. You know what I mean? Crazy point. Like, I would love to watch my dad, like, at, my dad at my age. Like, that's how what I'm it, saying. Like, and it's not just, like, a couple of video clips on the VHS. Like, we have libraries. Libraries. Between the, the, the podcast, the touring, the TV show, YouTube, music Our videos. Story. Yeah. Our whole story. I mean, outside of, outside of the, the baseball days. Yeah. But we talk about it, so. Granted, the whole fucking cloud, technological cloud doesn't collapse. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't go into some weird, like, black hole. Yeah. Um, our, our kids are going to get to really know who we were, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I, think they'll be, I think they'll be proud. <laughs> What's going to be fucked up is, like, we'll be trying to discipline them. They're going to pull up a clip of me, like, ah, chugging beer. Ah, uh, but Dad, on page 76 of your book, this girl blew cocaine up your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes she did son yeah. <laughs> yes she did yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't regret it it's a really crazy uh <laughs> i really i really actually look forward to the day that i can you know have a kid and, and it's just gotta be su- it's gonna be such an insane experience because like because like, how much about your parents that you just don't know right that's what i was gonna you say know what like, I mean? we'll be able to have such an open dialogue i feel like about I can't picture my parents like smoking weed when they're 20. They probably did. Yeah. You know, it was the 70s. They probably were blazing. Yeah. As I've gotten older, my parents have told me more and more about them. They were both had wild phases. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's an interesting, that's a crazy point. I never even really thought about that. How much our kids will just be able to access. I mean, technically we could take it all down, but we wouldn't wouldn't do that. (laughs) You know, I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy to think about. I mean, life's crazy, bro. Life got crazy. (laughs) Life got crazy. Really comes full circle. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we're back. Good conversation. We're back. We're back. I feel better getting that off my chest. We're back. We're alive. I feel happy that I've made it through the storm, you know? Yeah. Today was the first day where I, like, woke up and I felt, like, totally human. I've kind of felt like I might have zapped myself too much and I couldn't really like my dialogue with people like I've avoided talking to people because I'm just like I don't even feel like I'm ready yet mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm ready we're back and I'm, I'm in the music we're gonna we're dropping on only Steve's but I'm gonna start I'm starting to drop again on on a on publicly we're gonna start uploading again you just start getting into the lows let's get it let's get it we're back you ready all right